0: Welcome back to Informed and Empowered, where we help you untangle and align your mindset, business, and life so you can develop the skills you need to thrive in today's world. I'm your host, Ari Hale, a certified business mindset and success coach with over nine years in the online entrepreneur and tech space. I'm so glad you've joined us today for this conversation about something that hits close to home for many of us, myself included, and that's navigating our emotions in this wild world of business and life. You know, not too long ago, I found myself, I mean, this is often, <laughs> not even kind of bullshit. I find myself in situations where I let my emotions get the best of me and it can really impact my work, my productivity, just my flow, like my, my vibe, you know? So but we're all human, right? we're all human. It happens. And it's not, I mean, the work that I do, it's not about not feeling emotions. It's not about being better than your emotions. It's allowing awareness and space for your emotions and, you know, really taking a look to see, you know, does this feel authentic to me? Does this feel supportive or not supportive to me? And what do I want to do with this, right? Instead of you know, stuffing things under the bed or shoving things in the closet, in the closet, in the closet. There's no space. And then boom, everything explodes out. So in today's episode, we're going to take a deep dive into understanding our emotions and how we can master them to achieve greater success in all aspects of our lives. We'll challenge some common assumptions about emotions, explore how they can actually be valuable data for decision-making, And talk about small actions that can lead to big change. Remember, we're in this together. I'm here to support you every step of the way. All right, let's get down to business. Made me think of an Eminem song. Let's get down to business. All right, anyway. Uh, Let's get down to business and start challenging some of those assumptions that might be holding you back when it comes to your emotions. Let me tell you. Breaking free from these myths, because they're not facts, is a total game changer. So first things first, let's tackle the big one. The idea that showing emotions is a sign of weakness. I know, I know, we've all been there, right? Uh, If you're from a specific demographic, you know, you grow up learning, like, don't let them see you cry, don't let them see you sweat, right? Suck it up. What you crying for? Maybe you've heard that or, you know, real leaders don't cry or you've been told to keep a stiff upper lip when you're facing tough situations. But guess what? That's not the whole story. In fact, research shows that emotional intelligence, a combination of being aware of understanding, a combination of being aware of understanding and managing your emotions is essential for success. Dr. Travis Bradbury, he's a co-author of the best-selling book, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, found that emotional intelligence is responsible for 58% of job performance, and people with high emotional intelligence earn, on average, 29000 more per year than those with lower emotional intelligence. So let's rethink this whole emotions-as-a-weakness narrative, right? It's not just about the numbers. Successful individuals from all walks of life have embraced vulnerability and emotional intelligence as part of their journey. So you can take someone like Brene Brown. She's a renowned researcher, author, and speaker who's made a career out of studying vulnerability, empathy, and shame. She has a popular TED Talk, The Power of Vulnerability, and it's been viewed over 50 million times. And the message is clear. Embracing vulnerability and emotional intelligence is a key factor in living a wholehearted and successful life. Another example is Sheryl Sandberg, the former, former COO of Meta Facebook. In her book, Option B, Facing Adversity, Building Resilience, and Finding Joy, she openly shares her experience about grief and vulnerability after the sudden passing of her husband. Sandberg's willingness to acknowledge her emotions and learn from them has made her a role model for many in the business world. So what can you take away from these examples? I think it's simple. Acknowledging and managing your emotions is not a weakness. It's a strength that can lead to greater success in your personal and professional life. Now let's move on to another assumption we often hear, that emotions are irrational and should be ignored in favor of logic and reason but here's the thing. Emotions can actually provide us with valuable information and guide us in our decision-making. If you're into human design and you're an emotional authority, this is key for you. Get out of your head, get out of your mind, get out of your thoughts, get out of your beliefs and get into those emotions. How do you feel? about whatever decision it is you're trying to make, especially if it's a major decision. And not how do you feel in the moment, because for us, I'm an emotional authority as well. There's no deciding right now. (laughs) It's over a period of time, let's say one to X amount of days, You know, the bigger the decision, the more time you wanna sit with it. How do I feel about this? And so an example is somebody invites you to, I don't know, a trip. And you love to travel, right? You love to travel, and you're like, "Yes, I'm down. I'm going. Boom." And then, you know, a few days later, you're like, "Damn, why did I agree to do that?" I like to travel, but like, I like to travel my way. I like to travel by myself, or like, with my boo, or my kid, or you know, um, there. You know, I have all these questions now. I'm not sure if I actually want to go. And then it looks like you're flaky. Or, you know, maybe you just don't want to go, whatever the case may be, right? Whereas if you gave yourself some space to really sit through the highs and lows, the excitement, the agitation, whatever it is around that decision, you can gain clarity. So yes, you know, over, I do you know. I thought about it over a week. Here's what I'm excited about. Here's some of my concerns. Here's some questions that came up overall. I feel like I want to go, so I'll go. have you ever had a gut feeling that something was off only to find out later that your intuition was spot on? This happens to me all the time. That's your emotions at work, providing you with information that you might not have picked up on otherwise. Moreover, emotions can be a powerful source of energy and motivation. Oh my God. I love to transmute anger into something. If I get pissed off, if I get angry, I'm very good at redirecting that energy into something, right? I can physically manifest with the feeling the, when I am experiencing the emotion, the emotion of anger. So sometimes the house gets clean top to bottom. Sometimes I create something. Sometimes I, you know, have a fire piece of content or a really great idea. I'm not afraid of experiencing anger I'm not afraid of expressing anger, and I've done a lot of work, right, to ensure that the ways that I express anger, and I'm not perfect, it doesn't happen the way I want it to all the time, but again, awareness, right, but now I have, you know, tools and awareness around ways that I can experience, process, and redirect or use that anger, it's not bad, I don't ever not, I I want to feel angry when it is time to feel angry, right? All of our emotions serve a purpose to serve us in some way. So think about those times when you felt a surge of passion, excitement, or anger. Those emotions can drive you to take action, make changes, and push forward in ways that logic and reason alone might not. And how do you harness the power of your emotions without letting them run the show? It's all about striking a balance between acknowledging your emotions as valuable data, not facts, not beliefs, not systems, not your identity, just a data point, and then not letting that emotion control your thoughts and actions. As you challenge these assumptions and begin to see emotions in a new light, you can start to tap into the incredible power that comes from mastering your emotional intelligence. You're going to suck at it, and that's okay. But with practice, over extended long periods of time, you will improve. By understanding and managing your emotions, you can make better decisions, improve your relationships, and ultimately achieve greater success in business and life. So now that we've busted some myths and challenged your assumptions about emotions, let's dive deeper into the ways mindset and emotional coaching can help you enhance your emotional bonds and relationships. So let's talk about the power of emotional bonds and relationships. After all, we're social creatures by nature and having strong, healthy relationships is key to our overall well-being and success. So let's start with emotional bonds. These are the connections we form with others based on feelings of love, trust, and empathy. Emotional bonds can be formed with family members, friends, romantic partners, or even colleagues. According to Psychology Today, research shows that strong emotional bonds are essential for our mental and physical health. They can help reduce stress, provide support in times of need, and even boost our immune system. So how can we use mindset and emotional coaching to enhance our emotional bonds and relationships? Well, here's some powerful strategies to get you started. Cultivate Empathy Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feeling of others. It's the foundation for forming strong emotional bonds and is an essential skill for success in both personal and professional relationships. And through mindset and emotional coaching, you can develop greater empathy by learning to listen deeply, withhold judgment, and put yourself in other's shoes. So if you're defined emotionally, you can empathize with other people like, yeah, I understand how you feel. I have felt that way before. I totally get where you're coming from. And I also don't feel that way. (laughs) Versus where you may be um, out of alignment as a defined emotional or you have an undefined or open emotional center. You want to make sure you're not taking on other people's feelings as your own. So be very mindful of that. Like, do I feel this way? Try to separate yourself and give yourself some space to really sort through Is this how I feel or have I just picked up on the energy in the room, on the energy of this person, on the emotions of this person? Improve communication. So effective communication is crucial for strong relationships. Coaching can help you hone your communication skills by teaching you how to express your thoughts and feelings clearly and assertively while also being receptive to the perspective of others. This can lead to more open and honest dialogue in your relationships. You can hear someone, you can understand your perspective, and you can still hold your perspective and what you believe to be true, even if you see it differently. My fiance and I have conversations about this all the time where I hear you, I understand, I get your point of view, I see your perspective, I don't agree, but I see where you're at, I understand that's how you feel, and I can accept that, I can move on from this. Develop emotional self awareness. So, understanding your own emotions is the first step to understanding and connecting with others. Coaching can help you develop greater self awareness by teaching you to recognize and name your emotions, understand their causes, and learn how to manage them effectively. You go from being reactive to proactive. So, for me, I know certain things that trigger me as far as being irritated angry, what will send me off the edge. I'm very good at recognizing, I won't say I'm very good. I am practice in recognizing when I'm feeling triggered and removing myself from that situation, from that conversation, from that experience, right? I can never control what anybody else does ever. I can't control what they say, what they think, how they view things, but I can control Whether I continue to experience, right, what that person is doing, what that person is sending my way. I always have control of being able to remove myself from that experience. Next is setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. So you're establishing and respecting boundaries, and that's essential for maintaining strong emotional bonds, Where coaching comes in is it can help you identify your personal boundaries, and you can learn how to communicate them assertively and respectfully to others. This can lead to more balanced and fulfilling relationships. So for me, in my relationships and my friendships, like I am big on like, don't come to me with like gossip. I'm not a big gossiper. I don't like to engage and participate in it. And I'm not saying I've never gossiped before. I'm not saying I still don't engaging gossip, like, sometimes it happens, but overall, my standard is, like, I don't want to be bothered with it, right, I don't care what so-and-so is up to, I don't care who's doing what, like, especially if it's mean-spirited to, like, laugh at somebody or bring them down, I'm just, like, and then a hard boundary for me is, don't send me something somebody is saying about me, and you're not under, that defending me right if you're just sending me some shit to trigger me i have to look at you a different way now right what's your intention here you're not defending me you're showing me something hurtful and harmful and for what purpose for what if i don't see it i'm all the better why are you bringing this into my reality why are we bond, like? Why are you trying to connect and bond over something that could potentially be hurtful to me? And so I've really had to just distance myself from people who don't get that. And I don't think you know they're necessarily bad people, right? It's just there's a behavior that doesn't feel good for me. That doesn't feel supportive. That doesn't feel in alignment. You're not respecting my boundary of not sending me that stuff. So I'm just, again, I don't have to continue to experience that. You don't have to change anything about you. I will make the change. Next is foster emotional resilience. So life is unpredictable, and sometimes our relationships face challenges. Emotional resilience is the ability to bounce back from adversity and maintain our emotional well-being. Through coaching, you can learn strategies to build emotional resilience, helping you navigate difficult situations, and maintain strong relationships. And finally, nurture self-compassion. So developing self-compassion is vital for forming strong emotional bonds with others. When we treat ourselves with kindness and understanding, we're better equipped to extend that same compassion to the people in our lives or the people we come across. Coaching helps you cultivate self-compassion, leading to deeper connections with others. As you can see, mindset and emotional coaching can be a powerful tool for enhancing your emotional bonds and relationships. By developing your emotional intelligence and adopting these strategies, you'll be well on your way to enjoying more fulfilling, successful relationships in all areas of your life. Now, we're going to shift gears and talk about the power of small actions and shaping our self-perception and leading to positive outcomes. So let's dive into micro shifts and discover how they can help you achieve your goals. So we're going to talk about and explore the concept of taking small actions that can lead to significant change and positive outcomes in your life. We'll discuss how these actions can influence your self-perception and build momentum towards your goals, ultimately helping you create the life you desire. By focusing on incremental progress, you can avoid feeling overwhelmed and make consistent strides towards success. Research has shown that taking small, consistent actions can lead to big changes over time. You can read this in Atomic Habits by James Clear. And by breaking down your goals into manageable steps and focusing on making incremental progress, you can build momentum, increase your self-confidence, and create lasting change. Small actions when taken consistently over time can create a compounding effect. This means that the impact of your actions grows exponentially, resulting in significant progress and achievement. So for example, saving a small amount of money each month can lead to a substantial nest egg over time. And consistently practicing a skill can lead to mastery. So I think where a lot of us get caught up, especially when we want to start something, pivot or, you know, evolve to the next level, let's say. We wanna do, we wanna figure out what's everything I can do right now to like hit that next big goal and like do it quickly where it's really about these small, teeny, tiny steps. It's about your overall progress. It's about honing your skills. It's about the mastery of the journey, really, of going from this point to the next point. It's not about what what can I do that's right. <laughs> it's not, oh, it's the one thing with the answer, the process, none of that. It has nothing to do with that. What it is about is you taking those little steps And whether that step is a quote-unquote failure or success, either way, you're moving in the direction you need to be going. So there's no fucking it up because either way, you're making progress. Small actions can also help you build new habits that support your goals. So by focusing on creating one small habit at a time, you can avoid feeling overwhelmed and gradually build a strong foundation for success. For instance, if your goal is to become more physically active, you might start by taking a short walk each day and gradually increase the distance over time. Shit, you might start with just putting on the clothes, right? Putting on your walking clothes or putting on your tennis shoes, whatever it takes, right? There's no step that's too small or insignificant it's really about the effort and starting to create the habit not immediately making the decision and then suddenly oh it's a habit now i did it perfectly or i'm consistent some of us aren't designed to be consistent in the everyday all day sort of sense my fiance goes to the gym every day he's built for it he has the energy for it not me (laughs) and I'm okay with that. (laughs) What consistent looks like for me is very different than what consistency looks like and feels good for him. By taking small actions that align with your desired beliefs or attitudes, you can begin to shift your self-perception. This process, known as cognitive dissonance, occurs when our actions and beliefs are inconsistent leading us to change either our actions or our beliefs to resolve the inconsistency. You can read A Theory of Cognitive Dissonance by Leon Festinger. For example, if you begin to take consistent action towards your goals, you may start to see yourself as more goal-oriented and proactive. So some examples of small actions for big change. Exercise. Start with just one to five minutes of physical activity and gradually increase the duration over time. Mindfulness. Practice mindfulness for a minute each day, gradually increasing as you become more comfortable with the practice. Gratitude. Begin by listing one thing you're grateful for each day, eventually working your way up to a more extensive daily gratitude practice if that feels good and supportive, right? It's not about the routine, it's about what you feel from practicing gratitude, if that makes sense, right? It's not just to check something off like, okay, did my gratuity, gonna check this off, but like, is this practice actually serving you? Is it helping you? Is it supportive for you? Does it feel good to do it? Do you enjoy it? Networking, reaching out to one person a week to build your professional network, Learning, commit to reading or listening to a book or podcast for a few minutes each day to expand your knowledge and skills. Recognizing and celebrating your small wins can also help you boost your motivation and keep you on track towards your goals. How many of us do that? Celebrate or even acknowledge the small wins. hey, I crossed something off my list today. (laughs) That's a win. Hey, I wrapped up a huge project. How am I going to celebrate myself? We only want to reward ourselves, if that, right, when it's something major and big. Or we don't stop to reward ourselves at all. Sharing your small actions and progress with a trusted friend, family member, or coach can help you stay accountable and committed to your goals, Regular check-ins can provide motivation, support, and encouragement as you work towards your objectives. And as you take small actions, be prepared to adapt and adjust your approach as needed. This flexibility allows you to learn from your experiences, overcome obstacles, and refine your strategies for success. Working with a mindset and emotional coach can provide guidance, support, and accountability as you take those small actions towards your your goals. And a coach can help you identify and overcome limiting beliefs, develop a growth mindset, and build the resilience needed to create lasting change. It's also essential to recognize that progress is often imperfect. It's supposed to be, and setbacks are a natural part of the process. So when you embrace imperfection and learn from your mistakes and failures, you develop resilience and continue moving forward despite challenges. Remember that growth and tra- change are rarely linear and it's crucial to be patient and compassionate with yourself as you work towards your goals. Consistency is key when it comes to taking small actions that lead to big change. Now, consistency doesn't mean every single day. What you get it's your life. What does consistency look like for you? Because whether you're consistent every day or beating yourself up about not being consistent every day, what's for you is for you. So if you're in control, you get to decide what is fun. What is a fun way for you to be consistent? For me, it's seasons and cycles. There are seasons where I show up like I am now. I'm able to create content. I feel like being social. I feel like engaging. Great. And there's seasons where I want to be left alone. (laughs) I don't want to coach. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to have any exchange. Like, I want to just be in my hermit shell. That's cool, too. What's meant to be is meant to be. Who wants to hang out will hang out. But I'm not going to do anything putting that needy, clingy, dependent energy out there where I'm going to create, I'm going to say something so they stick around, so they stay, so they hang out, so they buy something for me, so they do something for me. Like, it's clingy. I'm like, No. I run this shit. This is mine. I'm going to do what works for me. You do what works for you. If that aligns, that feels good for the both of us. We can do it together. It's often better to take small steps rather than attempting large leaps that are difficult to sustain. Procrastination can be a significant barrier to taking small actions and making progress towards your goals. By breaking down tasks into manageable steps and focusing on one small action at a time, you can overcome procrastination and build momentum. Also identifying your strengths and leveraging them to support your small actions and progress towards your goals. When you focus on your strengths, you can build self-confidence and create a more fulfilling and successful life. And build on your success. As you take small actions and achieve successes, build on these accomplishments to create even greater change. Use your past achievements as motivation, inspiration, and evidence to continue taking action and striving for improvement. Taking small actions is a powerful strategy for creating lasting change and achieving your personal and professional goals. So by focusing on the small incremental progress, embracing imperfection, and maintaining consistency, you build momentum, develop a growth mindset, and ultimately create the life and or business or career you desire. And with the support of a coach, you can further enhance your progress overcome challenges, and unlock your full potential. Now let's explore the cost of inaction, the potential losses and regrets that can result from not taking action to improve your emotional well-being and achieve your goals. And let's examine the consequences of letting your emotions continue to dictate your life and how failing to address these issues can affect your personal and professional relationships your mental health, and your overall sense of fulfillment. So first are missed opportunities. When you allow your emotions to control your decisions and actions, you risk missing out on valuable opportunities for growth and success. Procrastination, fear of failure, and self-doubt can prevent you from taking advantage of new experiences, pursuing your passions, or making meaningful connections with others. Stagnation in personal and professional growth. So failing to take action to address your emotional well-being can lead to a sense of stagnation in your personal and professional life by not investing in your emotional and mental health. And again, investing is whatever you want it to look like, right? Whether it's mindfulness, breathing, journaling, books, therapy, coach, right? You get to decide what that looks like for you and what feels supportive for you. But by not investing in your emotional and mental health, you might find it difficult to progress in your career, build healthy relationships, or pursue your passions. Diminish self-esteem and self-worth. The cost of inaction can also manifest in a negative impact on your self-esteem and self-worth. When you don't take steps to manage your emotions and develop a healthier mindset, it can be challenging to believe in your abilities and recognize your value. When your emotions dictate your actions, it can also lead to strained relationships with friends, family, and colleagues. Unresolved emotional issues can result in conflict, misunderstandings, and the lack of empathy, which can damage or even end important relationships. Emotional turmoil and a lack of emotional intelligence can negatively affect your productivity and performance, both in your personal and professional life. By not taking action to improve your emotional well-being, you may find it challenging to concentrate, make decisions, and achieve your goals. The cost of inaction can also lead to increased stress and anxiety levels. When you don't address your emotional well-being, you can find it difficult to cope with everyday stressors and may experience heightened anxiety in various situations. And prolonged stress and emotional turmoil can have adverse effects on your physical health as well. Studies have shown that chronic stress can contribute to a range of health issues, including heart disease, high blood pressure, and a weakened immune system. When you don't take action to address your emotional well-being and mindset, it can lead to a loss of personal fulfillment and happiness. By not pursuing your passions, nurturing your relationships, and striving for personal growth, you risk living a life that is less satisfying and joyful than it could be. So to help you consider the cost of an action, consider the following scenario. Imagine yourself five years from now, still struggling with the same emotional challenges and mindset barriers that are holding you back today. Think about the missed opportunities, the strained relationships, and the sense of stagnation that could result from not taking action, to improve your emotional well-being and mindset. By confronting the potential losses and regrets of inaction, you gain a deeper understanding of the importance of taking action and investing in your emotional and mental health. As you consider those costs of inaction, remember that you have the power and the choice to take control of your emotions and mindset. If you work with a mindset coach, you can develop the skills and strategies necessary to overcome your emotional challenges and achieve your goals. If you take action today, whatever it looks like, you can avoid the potential losses and regrets of inaction and create a happier, more fulfilling life. The cost of inaction can be significant, impacting your personal and professional growth, relationships, mental and physical health, and overall sense of fulfillment and happiness. Remember, your emotional well-being and mindset are crucial aspects of your personal and professional success. Success. Don't let the cost of inaction hold you back from what you truly desire. As a high-achieving individual, your autonomy and decision-making skills are vital to your professional and personal growth. It's important to recognize that you have the power and the choice to make a change in your life. So now let's talk about the role of autonomy in the decision-making process and how working with a coach can empower you to make choices that align with your values and goals. Autonomy is the ability to make choices and decisions based on your values, beliefs, and preferences rather than external influences or pressures. Right. So it's making decisions because that feels authentic and in alignment for you and isn't based off of conditioning from friends, family, society, et cetera. It's about taking ownership of your life and having the freedom to make choices that align with your true self. Having autonomy in decision-making is essential for a few reasons. It promotes a sense of self-worth and confidence, which can lead to better decision-making and more more successful outcomes. It fosters personal growth and development as you learn from your choices and experiences, and it allows you to live a life that is authentic and true to you, which leads to greater happiness and fulfillment. Despite its importance, maintaining autonomy and decision-making can be challenging for a few reasons. Fear of failure or making the wrong choice can lead to indecision and procrastination, external pressures such as societal expect I can't talk today such as societal expectations or the opinions of others can influence your choices and make it difficult to stay true to yourself limited self-awareness can make it challenging to identify your values and goals leading to choices that may not align with your true self working with a coach can help you overcome these challenges and develop greater autonomy in your decision-making process So a coach can help you identify your values and goals, providing clarity and direction in your decision making. They can offer support and guidance in overcoming fears and limiting beliefs that may be holding you back from making autonomous choices. And a coach can provide tools and strategies for improving your decision making skills such as setting boundaries, managing external pressures, and practicing self-reflection. A crucial aspect of autonomy and decision-making is ensuring that your choices align with your values and your goals. So here's some strategies to help you make choices that are true to you. Practice self-reflection. Regularly taking the time to reflect on your values, your beliefs, and goals can help you stay connected to your true self and make decisions that align with your authentic desires. Set boundaries. Establishing boundaries with others can help you protect your autonomy and ensure that your choices are not influenced by external pressures. And seek support. Having a support system of like-minded individuals who share your values and goals can help you stay true to yourself and make autonomous decisions. Remember, you hold the power and the choice to make change in your life. Autonomy and decision-making are essential aspects of your personal and professional growth. By recognizing the importance of autonomy, overcoming challenges, and working with a coach, optional, you can make choices that align with your values and goals, leading to a more fulfilling and successful life. So embrace your power of choice and take control of your decision-making process to create the life you desire. In your journey towards emotional balance and success, having access to the right support and resources can make all the difference. So let's discuss various resources available to you that can provide you the support you need to overcome challenges and achieve your goals. So some self-help resources. There's countless self-help resources available, such as books, articles, podcasts, online courses, that can provide valuable insights and strategies for managing emotions and improving personal and professional success. So some popular resources include books like Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. There's tons of courses on platforms like Coursera, Udemy, Skillshare, and search topics like emotional intelligence, personal development, and productivity. There's support groups and networking if being social is your thing. So you can connect with like-minded individuals who share similar challenges and goals and can provide a valuable source of support and encouragement to you. Support groups and networking events can help you build connections, share experiences, and learn from others who are on a similar journey. Some options for finding support groups and networking opportunities include local meetup groups. You can try meetup.com, online forums and communities, networking events and conferences. There's also professional support. So in some cases, professional support may be necessary to help you overcome challenges and help you with your goals. So this can include working with a therapist, counselor, or coach who specializes in mindset and emotional coaching. Professional support can provide personalized guidance, strategies, and accountability to help you make lasting changes in your life. And then what are the benefits to working with a mindset coach? Well, there's a few. Personalized guidance. So a mindset coach can tailor their approach to your specific needs, goals, and challenges. Providing targeted support and strategies to help you achieve success. Accountability. So having someone hold you accountable for your actions and progress can be highly motivating and help you stay on track towards your goals. Expertise. Mindset coaches have a deep understanding of the psychological and emotional factors that influence success and can provide insights and strategies that may not be readily available through self-help resources. And you always want to just, you know, respectfully ask someone's credentials before working with them, right? who have you studied with? What programs have you taken? You know, what's your continuing education plan for the year? If any, like for this year, I don't really have one. I've chilled out on certifications for this year. There's a few that I want to complete, but you know, my goal this year is having a peaceful pregnancy and being able to be present this time around for kiddo number two. and emotional support a mindset coach can offer empathy understanding and encouragement helping you navigate the emotional ups and downs of personal and professional growth so how do you find the right mindset coach when looking for a mindset coach it's essential to find someone who aligns with your values and goals and has the expertise to help you achieve success Some factors to consider when choosing a mindset coach include credentials and experience. So look for someone with relevant training, certifications and experience, right? Training, certification, right? I learned and practiced based off a set of standards. When you go through a a coaching, an accredited coaching certification, you, there's the theory portion of it, right? You learn. And then you experience it for yourself. So you do, you practice, you have someone else practice the modalities on you. So you go through as a client and then you practice with somebody else and you act as the coach working with a client. And then you do your own, again, practicum uh, with clients. So it's, you know, it's more than just, I took a course, I read a book. There's a practical aspect to the certification. And then experience, right? And it's important to have that experience as when you're a coach as the client and then facilitating that experience. Coaching style. So consider whether the coach's style aligns with your preferences, such as direct and honest communication, compassionate support, or a combination of both. I won't sugarcoat anything for you. And I am not, I don't believe in accountability the way that it looks today where someone is running after you, checking up on you, so on and so forth. I'm not running after you to achieve your goals and for you to do what you say you wanted to do, for you to sign up for what you signed up for. We are grown. If you are ready, if you are committed, you're gonna show up and do what you need to do, I'm here, but I'm not your mama. I'm not gonna run after you, I'm not gonna remind you, show up, show out, Do it for yourself. Do it because you want to do it and you committed to it and it feels right to do it. So we've explored the importance of mastering our emotions and the powerful impact emotional intelligence can have on our personal and business or professional lives and success. We've challenged common assumptions about emotions in the workplace and the idea that they're separate from our professional and personal lives By understanding the interconnectedness of our emotions and our work, we can leverage our emotional intelligence to achieve greater success and fulfillment. We discuss the emotional bonds that we form with others and the essential role they play in our overall well-being. By enhancing the quality of our relationships, we can create a support network that fosters personal and professional growth. Mindset and emotional coaching can be an invaluable tool in this process, providing guidance, support, and accountability as you work towards your goals. Small actions can lead to significant change when it comes to your emotional well-being and success. And by embracing imperfection, setting achievable goals, and prioritizing self-reflection and self-care, you can create lasting positive habits and a mindset that supports your aspirations. Remember, the cost of inaction can be high, with potential losses in personal growth, relationships, and mental and physical health. Taking action now can help you in- avoid those negative outcomes and set you back on your path to success. We also touched on the importance of autonomy and decision making in our personal and professional lives. Respecting our own autonomy and the autonomy of others is vital for fostering a sense of control and alignment with your goals and values. By acknowledging potential threats to your freedom and autonomy, you can make informed decisions that support your growth and your success. And lastly, we examined the various support and resources available to you on your journey towards emotional balance and success from self-help resources and support groups to working with a mindset coach, there are numerous options available to guide you and support you in your professional and personal growth. As we wrap up today's episode, remember that your emotions are an integral part of your life and work. Embracing emotional intelligence and learning to master your emotions can unlock the door to your success. By taking small, consistent actions, seeking support and maintaining a growth mindset, you can overcome emotional challenges and achieve your goals. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and I hope this episode has provided you with valuable insight and actionable steps to help you thrive. Do me a favor, share it with a friend, share your biggest takeaways on social media. I'm Ari Hale, I'm a certified mindset business and success coach, and I help leaders untangle and align their mindset, business, and life. You can learn more about me and how to work with me in the future at arihale.com or hang out with me on social media. My handle is at Coach. It might change. <laughs> Until next time, stay informed, empowered, and remember, you have the power to make positive changes in your life.